0: album and a half Something we've been talking about doing for a while yeah my dad's recommended it i've been wanting to do it for a while you've been wanting to do it for a while so we're finally doing it probably one of the greatest live albums of all time yeah i would say that's not like uh like not including things like woodstock or or the last waltz things where there's multiple musicians yeah. like just as one person coming out and doing a kick-ass live show it's definitely up there for me 100 guy this album fuck i i mean i saw this tour the 35th anniversary not the original obviously obviously not the original why would i see the original i was in 75 the only way you would have seen the original as if your dad seen it and you were swimming in a sock. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that
0: would have been a while ago, too. That would have been a while ago. You didn't even say what we're spinning. We're spinning. Frampton comes alive. Woo! Mm. Beers are flowing through my mouth. Going down to the stomach. Is that where beer goes? Yeah. goes somewhere. It comes out your pee hole after, though. Yeah. Very quickly, too. I we spinning this uh, on the yellow vinyl today. Gold vinyl. Gold. gold. Gold vinyl. That's old. It's got a little bit of a warp, that's why there's a little weird noise at the beginning. what wa- 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 yeah. so It's weird because it's not like a warp that's like up, it's like an indented warp. Okay. So that's why it like the whole like, yeah. kind of shifts. But once the music starts, it doesn't fucking matter. You don't hear it. Peter Frampton. Let's talk about Peter Frampton. Probably his he even song? start. Well, but it's, it's hard to say it's his greatest album because it's like well, a live it, one. Like his best selling, I mean. Yeah. And you know, like he sold, he sold alright as an artist, but this is definitely by far his best selling. Which is weird because these are all his songs on studio albums, yep. you know? Yeah, exa- except for Jumpin' Jack Flash. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the Stones. But uh... I mean, I don't know. When you look at it, like, he, I have a few of his solo albums. Yeah, like sure. three you're or four, and they're all great. hmm You know, they are all great, honestly. But he's a he's an artist that really got captured well live. And that. Hell yeah. I guess that's partially why his best-selling album is a live album, I guess, you know. I'm trying to think of another artist that their biggest-selling album is a live album. Fuck, I don't know. I mean, the Eagles has a pretty big live album, but it's not their best-selling. Yeah, it's definitely not their best... I mean, uh, their greatest hits is their best-selling, isn't it, the Eagles? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's,
1: that's the weird, too. That's selling
0: album of all time. This is yeah. their greatest hits. Second or first. First, I think. Thriller, yeah. second. Uh, I don't know. Uh, live albums. Fuck it's you. Hard, eh? You'd have to th- sit down and think of every band. Well, there's and, a lot of big live albums. You know, Song Remains the Same is but it's not Bob's bigger used, than. uh live album. Yeah. That's pretty big. Live but, with the double. I think it was Double Live or something. Double know. Live. Oh, yeah, that sounds more like it. Uh, fuck. We I don't know, man. There's so many fucking great live albums. Grand Funk's live album's great. Kiss Alive. Yeah. That's a big oh, one. Oh, yeah. That's a very big one. But I don't know if that'd be their biggest one. Yeah, well, when you think of, like, Destroyer and stuff like that, Love Gun, like, I don't, I don't know. Eric Clapton's Unplugged is pretty big. All the Unplugged are, are pretty big, you know, yeah, for the most yeah. part. Nirvana's, stuff like that. and Nirvana's MTV Unplugged is probably... Pretty close to one of their best sellers, sure. Yeah, um, but it wouldn't—it wouldn't be more than never mind. True, true, yeah, definitely. Um, fuck, like where do we even start with Peter Frampton? I don't even know, dude. It's uh. Peter Frampton. So he got to start. Uh, well, no. no. I was gonna say he got to start in. uh. Thriller's the best selling album of all time. It we was Back in to... Black, Meatloaf, Bad Out of Hell, Dark Side of the Moon, uh, Whitney Houston's those, uh, The Bodyguard, or... and Eagle's like greatest bother. hits. Fucking he went to school with David Bowie when he was three. What? He went to school with David Bowie, Peter Fanton. When he was three?
1: Yeah.
0: Who the fuck goes to school at three? People. Peter Frampton. Oh no, both he and Dave at the age of twelve. <laughs> there you go. Both he and David. Uh, he was three years older, so David was uh, fifteen. They were pupils at Bromley Technical School, where Frampton's father was Bowie's art instructor. Wow, that's crazy. Well, <laughs> <yeah. coughs> well, I mean, Frampton wasn't always a solo artist either. I mean, Frampton started in Humble Pie. Well, actually here it says he started in Little Ravens. <laughs> well, okay, but I mean nice as far as like... Uh, actually big band. The band that made any sort of success. Okay. Yeah. Oh, stupid Fridge is jingling again. Sounds good with the tune, though. Um, <laughs> at the age of 14, Peter was playing with a band called The True Beats, uh, who later became Moon Train and managed by Bill Wyman. Ah. That's pretty cool. Uh, then he became a member of the Herd in 66. Uh, then 1969, when Frampton was 18, year old, 18 years old, he joined Steve Marriott and of small, face, uh, small Faces to form Humble Pie. Pie. Yeah. There you go. He, did, he left he, he fucking left that early though Yeah nine, No he didn't He didn't stay 71. with them uh, He didn't stay with them very long He's gone two years after Yep But what he did with them Was pretty good as well Um. Mm-hmm. And then from there on He did his solo stuff uh, He did very well 1972's Wind of Change Yeah that's the first one that uh, I do that one and and then you got Camel, the next yeah, one I got Frampton's you Camel. just got that right yeah a couple like a month ago and then Frampton released something's happening I don't have that one and so it's during that that's when Frampton comes alive oh no then he releases another album called Frampton and then he releases Frampton Comes Alive in 1976 yeah Yeah, so Frampton's only on everything from Humble Pie up to uh, Little Studio Wise Rock on, but he's also on the, the Fillmore. Yeah, man. That's a great album, too. That yeah, it's weird, though, because our next album, Smokin', which is probably Humble Pie's biggest album. I have
1: that one. It's fucking great. That
0: is a great tune, as well. Um, yeah, so then he went solo. And this is where we're at. Now we're at Frampton Comes Alive, which is the album we're spinning today on gold wax. Gold vinyl wax. Um, and there you go. That's Frampton's history up until this album. Now, unfortunately... Actually, no, Frampton, have you listened to his new album? I've listened to part of it. I knew he was... Uh, on his social media pages, he was... Uh, showing links to get like the colored vinyl copy or sign colored, I don't know. But I didn't, I've only heard like one or two from it. Okay, yeah, I've only heard uh, like a 200, but what I heard was pretty good. Frampton's an that's artist. No, that's no, it's no words, I think. Yeah, Frampton's an artist for me where I, I, I always follow uh, to see what he's doing, but I don't necessarily listen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I love him, but I love him for the early stuff so much that even when, like, I don't listen to a whole lot of Frampton from, like, the 80s or 90s, you know what I mean? Like, Frampton, I, to he, me, is 70s. He probably released albums during that time, and I don't have him. Yeah, he definitely did, I don't have him. I may have one, but even then, it's like, uh, you know. I'm in You. That's one I have. Yeah, I definitely have I'm in You. That's 77, though. Yeah. That's uh, that's the last one I have. He's also he was also in the poorly received film *Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club*. Hey movie. man, I watched that movie a long time ago as a kid, and I enjoyed the shit out well, of it. That's what it says here. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't uh, it didn't do very well, but I never watched it though. Man, he the uh with well, it he's in it, and his backing band is the Bee Gees. Yeah. Right. And they, they go around, and uh, I think they're trying to find this girl that was kidnapped or something. And they're stalking appearances from Steve Martin, you know, like the dad on uh, Cheaper by yeah. the Dozen, you know, doing like uh, Maxwell Silverhammer. That's There's cool. uh, Al- uh, Alice Cooper. Uh, Excuse me. I forget what tune Alice Cooper does. Might be, like, for the benefit of Mr. Kite. I think I have the Sgt. Pepper's soundtrack up there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's good, man. Hey, Barry Gibb. Or not Barry Gibb. Robin Gibb. There's a cover of Oh, Darling on it. Okay. Like, I know it sounds fucking great. You know.
1: Aerosmith's in it. it.
0: They're the bad guys. That's where they do come together. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to watch that. Because i never watched it. I've I've heard about it. And I heard it wasn't the best. Uh, There's a Frampton Comes Alive too. Oh yeah, came out in '95. Must've been like an anniversary thing. It's the um, sequel. Did you know that he was? Just read this, but in 1978 he made the, he was on he was playing guitar on the song Greece on for the, the theme song for Greece. Really? Yeah, I love that fucking tune. I never knew that. Great fucking
1: tune. Uh, Frampton
0: very well known for his use of TalkBox.
1: Yeah, Obviously later yeah. on
0: In uh, Do You Feel Like We Do It's a huge fucking song that uses, But I've always liked this song Because the fucking talk box in it. Guitar player wise Fucking phenomenal Honestly yeah. underrated I'd say Wicked underrated As far as when everyone's saying Like their favorite guitarist You know It's very rare you'd hear someone say oh, Well my favorite guitarist Is Peter Franklin Yeah Very rare fucking. You know what I mean um, it's kind of like Alex Slice. Yeah. Very. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, when someone says it, there's no questioning it. Like, well, your favorite guitar player is fucking great. You know? But at the same time, not something you hear often. And you know, it's sad. There's a lot like that. Yeah. You know? Everyone always, you know... When you're trying to think, of, at least back in the day, it was usually between Hendrix and Clapton. You know what I mean? And then there's, you know, in the 80s, every... Late 80s, early 90s, Slash became huge. You know? When you think of guitar gods, like, if someone tells you Peter Frampton's a guitar god, you hear this, you're definitely not gonna say no. Yeah. But he's also not the first name that comes to mind. No, definitely not. But he's a big name that is often left out. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um... Now Yeah I'm just looking to see what he's done Did a couple of things Imagine there's there's an alternative universe Where Where Peter Frampton never left Humble Pie Fuck imagine I wonder what they would have released But you also If you listen to some of the Humble Pie Like the early stuff it's pretty soft Yeah Have you listened to the early Humble Pie albums No It's pretty soft Oh yeah Yeah no, I've never really listened to it. I guess Frampton came in and blew it out of the water. Now, I I, I had the wonderful privilege of seeing Frampton uh, back in 2011, so I was pretty young. I don't remember a whole lot. Well, I remember a good bit, though. I remember the songs and where it was and the setting and all that. But, you know, I don't remember every detail. But you know what's cool with the 35th anniversary... Is he did a he after every show he had a, every show recorded so he would re- re- uh, would release um, that copy of the show okay. so each show was recorded so every time he did a, do you feel like what we do he'd say something during the, the talk box part it'd be different than the show before so it's like your you guys copy my dad does he has a copy of it it says Libra Like, Librecon flats there in Ottawa. It says the title and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Oh, dude. Is it a video or just a CD? Just a CD. You should listen to it. Yeah, I'd be fucking down. That's, uh... Because when I saw him there, he did this... Well, I'll talk about it. later do you get to do if you like what you do, but it, it was pretty yeah, funny with the, the whole talk box part. I I, like that. Whole f- I remember hearing that young, like, in you know, elementary school. It's like he's talking through his guitar. He's That's making his. Remember that being the thing. He's making his guitar talk. Yeah. Know? I love. I love when he does that too, especially when. Do you feel? And everyone's like, Yeah! <laughs> like we do. And then the big one at the end. Of, do do Now I really like Frampton's performance. He does uh, in '77. At Oakland Coliseum. Oh, uh, the one you showed me there?
1: Yeah, one, he yeah. plays drums
0: and everything. He's fucking talented. Go sniffs a line. Ripper. I don't know if he does, but it looks like he does. looks like he does. <laughs> he goes backstage. <laughs> well, that's a great performance. Oh, hell he has yeah. the crowd in There's the hand. There's a wicked drum solo. Yeah. yeah, you could tell he's at peak right yeah. there. Like.
1: Yeah.
0: You could tell that. How, how big of that crowd is there? Do you know how many people that fit? Oh, fuck. Probably 80,000-ish. Well, I'd half say. of them were women. There were 40,000 women there prepared to suck his cock. <laughs> <laughs> yep, for sure. That's got to be I a pretty say. good feeling. I mean, he was probably, what, 28, 29, 30 around that time, you know? Yeah, I'd say about that. Maybe a little later. Well, 30 would make sense. 30, 31, maybe. I don't know. It's hard to. I don't know how old Frampton is. He's 71 right now. 71? Yeah, that's crazy. And unfortunately, he, he's, uh. Well, hes he's kind of, uh. He's not doing well. No. Like, he's still healthy. But he's got a pretty... He's got a uh, progressive muscle disorder where like his muscles are basically just deteriorating and shit like that. Yeah. So eventually it'll just be like... You know, he won't be able to play guitar or move. Which is really shitty. Um, but... He has meocitis... Myos, myosis, I don't know what it exactly is. But... Uh, and his last tour, his farewell tour, uh, was postponed, cancelled, I guess, because I don't think he's gonna go back out, but it was cancelled because of fucking COVID! <laughs> In his later years, he, he oftentimes had, uh, had Matt Cameron as a drummer. Oh, yeah? But, I mean, he's also, uh, like, the musician that would have, uh, multiple drummers on certain songs, you know what I mean, but, uh... I always liked that. I always thought that was cool. But when I saw him, he had the same bass player and the same uh, keyboardist he does here. Really? Yeah. That's pretty fucking yeah. cool. He had the same guys. Uh, the drummer was dead, unfortunately. He died in 2004. shit. But I did Why I Why not you sing. get up there and fucking drum it out, bud. Well, if he would have invited me, I would have went. I bet you would have. <laughs> but uh Yeah, no, uh, I always think that's pretty cool. Like, even if he's a solo musician, he still has his original keyboardist, guitar player, dude, and bass player. Yeah, definitely. Now, I had, I pulled up the set list to the show I saw. But they don't, they didn't include it. Cause he did he did a cover of uh, Black Hole Sun on there at, like at some point during that show, but they didn't include it in the setlist. Are we talking too quietly? I hope not. I hope not. Well, I turned the fan off, so I guess we could remove the black thing on there. I just put that on like the, the the mic to. Muffle yeah, you it. never have that little foam thing. It looks a that. little more professional, I find. Well, I don't even know. It looks a little more weird. Like yeah, it does look weird. It's a little weird, here we are standing in there. Oh fuck! The first side's done. That's crazy. It's going by a pretty fucking part. Now since it's a double live album, well, it's a double album. We're gonna we're gonna continue, uh, continue right on with uh, the podcast, and we'll do the jingle at the record switching time, not the record side switching time. Um, yeah, I'll go flip the record. If you yeah, so we're flipping this one now, and then doing the jingle on the next flip. Yes, sir. The flipper root. I'm happy this is... Oh, they probably... <clears throat> I wish that this album came with a poster of the cover. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... It's just such a sick cover. I've always liked when covers... I've always liked when covers, uh, you know, extend to the back as well. Yeah, when you open it up and it's the a whole thing. picture. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> Like, T-Rex does that on Slider and stuff like that.
1: Uh,
0: but I'm glad this is one I of those records where uh, it has this both sides, like side one and two. Because, like, the early live albums are double albums. Side man. one and three and then two and four. That's so annoying. Or side one and four and then two and three. Like, why? That's so fucking yeah, <laughs> stupid. I don't know who decided that was. This is a great sound.
1: A great fucking
0: album. Great song. Now, what's your favorite Peter Frampton song? What would you say? Oh, fuck. It's, uh. It's pretty hard.
1: Just see. Do it to me. All I wanna be. is by your side. I really
0: like Doobie. Uh. Show Me The Way. That's really one of my favorite. Yeah, that's a good one. Baby, I Love Your Way, too. I oh Want To Go To The Sun is pretty good. Yeah, I Want To Go To The Sun. Uh, well, I mean, do you feel like we do? Yeah, I mean, it's fucking thing. great, you know? And I always like when the radio plays most of it. <laughs> like They <laughs> they, they, they play good good part of it, but sometimes they cut out some stuff. It's like Light My Fire. Uh, when they play that They take out like The three and a half minute Organ solo in it Or like The keyboard the solo The best in part there. of the song Yeah I know Well actually no Shom doesn't do that Shom actually played it The last time And I was like Wow mm. I'm drinking a Tremblay today uh, You didn't rate the beer Last time remember Did I not Did I not <laughs> was, it, was it Was I drinking a Belgian No It was the Leandra thing uh, it wasn't bad. I'd give it, from my recollection, probably like
1: six, six and a half.
0: Just six
1: point six six. We recorded me that Zeppelin
0: podcast and two days after I heard Stay Where to Heaven on the radio and I was like, yeah, <laughs> we were legit saying it's the most overplayed song. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it is one of the most overplayed songs. I don't personally think it's overplayed. No, well, Anytime it comes on for me, I'm happy. Oh, yeah. You know? I, I, I enjoy that fucking tune. So, uh, yeah, I like it can't really be overplayed for us because we weren't around in the 70s. Exactly. Like, I understand if you've been... It came It came out in 70, what? 3, 4, 2? 73 or 4. Okay. Uh, and you heard it... You know, on the radio all the time back then in the 70s, then the 80s, then the 90s, and then today, you're still hearing it. Like, okay, I kind of understand it, but I fucking love the song.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Ah, sorry. It doesn't get old for me, no. I was just gonna, yeah, dr- Tremblay, that's what I'm drinking today. Uh, it's a it's a blonde lager, blonde lager from uh, the company Tremblay obviously from uh from McCausland Breweries in Montreal Brassard RJ so not from Tremblay but it's just called Tremblay yeah. but tasty beer um 4.9 I'll give it a rating later on I might have to go through uh two of those cuz go down quick yeah well, I don't know. It's Friday and beers are tasting good. I had a Belgian earlier. Uh, I bought a whole case of them, so I might have a beer or two tonight. Big that's game tonight. tonight.
1: Yeah, game, big
0: game two. Now, I've always wondered what that was in the crowd that. Because that's not part of the song. Doesn't it happen again in the Does song? It? Because I feel like it does. But, like, it's like fucking someone lit off a firework or a balloon or something.
1: It's a great fucking... It's a great side.
0: You know what's cool? Sorry. No, go for it. No, I was just going to say, uh, on Shom, they played a, uh, on a vinyl. Like, they played a vinyl for, like, the first time. Not the first time, but, like... First time in First world, time right? I heard one on radio for a while. And they played, uh... A song from Mad Dog's an Englishman. And, like, you could hear the crackles and pops. I'm like, fuck. What song? Uh, God, I can't remember that. It's one of the bigger ones. off that Feeling off. all right?
1: No. Take me away. But
0: it, it was great, fucking, too. Uh, and you could hear the crackles and pops. i like, fuck, that sounds so good. Even on the radio, it sounded I fucking I love the great. crackles and the pops yeah. and the bit of a hiss. Like, to me, like, I wouldn't take that away, like, no. at all. Like, sometimes, depending mm-hmm. on... The, how bad the crackle and the pop is like if it's a const- yeah well there's definitely shitty records we've heard being played that are just too fucked up to be played but but like,
1: it's fun. Like,
0: this is pretty clear other than the fucking uh, warp at the beginning there. it's hard to say what the, like you know I got asked that what is like what makes vinyl so appealing like what, what's the like the, is there a difference in sound yeah, but it's hard to describe what the difference is. It just, it sounds fuller. I think, it sounds I think like, well, most of the time, you you know, too, mm-hmm. when you're playing a record, you're playing it through a stereo. It can get a lot louder. Yeah, definitely. Than in your car or yeah. off your phone, you know what I mean? There's that, and I think there's just the feeling or the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... That fucking fridge. I eh? know uh, she's jingling. This is a weird album because this is an album where, where you feel like you shouldn't even talk over it. You know what I mean? Especially this song. Uh, don't
1: hesitate. love
0: I wonder how many fucking people have listened, have made love to this song. Oh,
1: dude. I jerked off to this song. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love the Family Guy episode where they like There's a car crash. There, it's like Peter, <laughs> And it's like Peter Frampton comes out of the behind the tree or something like that, and he's playing this song. <laughs> I fucking love that. Family Guy's <laughs> mint, dude. I love Family Guy. Yeah. I can't wait till they put the new season on that. On Netflix. I know. I know. Me too. Like this, this is a love song. If I've ever heard a song, love yeah. Song. Baby, I love your way. Like Jesus. Probably a couple people Dance to this at their wedding too. Oh, without a doubt, mm-hmm. without a doubt. This is something where like if you're in high school and this is playing at your high school dance. You it's can't. time to it's time to find that girl that you want. You know. Take her Take her in a Take her in a romantic dance Around the gym (laughs) Maybe Just maybe You'll lose your virginity (laughs) Potentially Oh this is filmed at the uh, Recorded at Winterland in San Francisco Okay that's pretty cool A lot of people record there Fucking uh, Chicago is a really good Fucking record there Uh, Santana too It's such a good album, man. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> it's a long one, but it's a good one. Like, we're only on side two, and there's still two whole sides. Yeah, but I mean, it's a show, right? Like, it's... Uh, yeah. Did they use every every song off the show? I, I think so. I don't know. I'd probably. Well, it's, you said it's an hour and 17 minutes, right? Yeah. A lot of main acts go on for two hours. Yeah that's what I was thinking maybe there is a couple uh... but I mean they probably cut out some of the talking in between songs too you know yeah. and I mean the way this is recorded it almost sounds like it is studio sometimes yeah but it's it's probably the same like Kiss Alive the show was done live but they, rec- they think what do they do they record it through the the PA or yeah. something, so that they don't get as much feedback from the crowd. What is that? I don't know if you have... Do you have the Grand Funk Live album? What's it look like? Uh, it's just... Uh, it's black with a... like. There's a photo of them on it. And it has Grand Funk Live in red on it. Like, Grand Funk in white, and then the live is red. Well, uh, maybe. I can picture it, so maybe... I was probably like five or six Grand Funk. It's one of the dirtiest live sounds ever. Like, it's just like fucking good dirty. Shit. Yeah, good dirty. Like good dirty. Like it's like you just fu- it's just so loud and like you hear when they hit the cymbals it's like, <laughs> like you fucking hear the hear the roughness. I love how your dresser is right here and it's opened up and it says Rock and Roll and Pen. How long ago did you write that? Probably a while ago At least he Probably about a year old. Actually okay, not A year's long. not that bad I thought that was like I wrote that When I was oh, 7 years uh, old This is there Like, like, she, like that bad That came from her Becky? Yeah Oh This is recorded On three different days June 17th August 24th And November 22nd So we went to the same place For three shows Within half a year Yeah no, no, this was, also, this was recorded in three different places. Oh, okay, let's get Winterland see. Ballroom, Long Island uh, Arena, and Sunny Plattsburgh. Um, uh, fucking dickhead. I don't, uh, we'll get into that later, but... God, you got so many munchies over here. Yeah, I know, my munchie corner gets kind of crazy some days. You didn't eat this yet? No. What are you waiting for? Uh... I don't know honestly Some fucking day Where I can just Sit down and do nothing You're sitting down Doing nothing Let's go eat it (laughs) No My parents Fucking love those things (laughs) They are (laughs) fucking They go nuts On that shit Uh Yeah I'm trying to see If they had Any Songs That were Removed from the original Well
1: it's
0: hard to tell When it's Performed in three different places. Yeah. Because it might not have been the same set list for all three that's shows. What I'm, uh, that's what I'm checking out. Uh,
1: huh. <laughs>
0: you know, that's another thing I love about. Um, That's one thing I fucking... Sorry. I, I'm getting distracted, but setless FM is a fucking mint thing to have. See, I don't know. Are you ready to hear Rolling Stone's top ten live albums of all time? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Let's do that. Let's Coming do that. Coming in at number New ten. New segment. Live Rolling Stone review. Top ten live albums. Gone. Apparently... To the Rolling Stones To put a fucking Smirnoff fucking ad <laughs> Everything's ads now I know it's dirty Like every fucking thing Is an ad now So coming in At number 10 If I could uh, See this please
1: the sun. So
0: Coming in at number 10 Is Nirvana Unplugged Okay Because All awards have to go to Nirvana Or it's not fair Mm -hmm. Coming in At number 9 They have Bob Dylan Let's go The Bootleg Series Volume 4 Bob Dylan Live in 1966 At the Royal Albert Hall I can get down with that Yeah Yeah. Coming in at number 8 MC5 Kick Out The Jams Motherfucker (laughs) <laughs> yeah That's that's a good fucking one to be there Fuck yeah that, I can't believe you didn't buy that one That time we were at the store Whereas I the know. red, white, and blue splatter I, I know Coming in at number 7 This one I can get behind And I know my buddy Wes can The Grateful Dead Live Dead That's a big one Yeah Number 6 One of my personal favorites Along with this one Kiss Alive the Kiss Alive album. What, I have number what? Six? Six. six. Yeah. Somebody. I had the Kiss Alive 1 and 2. I love them both. Uh, the third one, I, I'm sure I'd enjoy it, but I'm just not as familiar. Coming in at number five. B.B. King, Live at the Regal, oh. 1965. Yeah, I'll give B.B. King that. Yeah, well that's a fucking, have you heard that one? No. That's really a fucking like great album. Oh, here's live a good one. County. and that One that our All buddy, right. uh, Mr. Louie Goopo, could get behind. Yeah. Number four, The Who, Live at the Leeds. Yeah, I don't have that. 1970. I think I have it. I need that. But my cover's different. Coming in at number three. Number three. Oh, we're getting oh, close. Oh, give me a drum roll. Give me a drum roll. <laughs> Johnny Cash, Live at Folsom County. Prison. I guess yeah, that is probably. It. That's a oh, fucking yeah. great live album. You ready? Number one. Number two. Oh, number two. Come on, Brad. Sorry, Don't skip two. Get, get to. I'm a little excited. This is also potentially. Uh, let, me get, let me guess. No, I can't. guess <laughs> There's too many. Uh, fuck. I have no idea. Number two, we have the Almond Brothers band uh, at Fillmore East, right? 1971. Wow, number two. Nice. So that leaves Phenomenal. us with one. Phenomenal. Who do you think number one is, Brad? Well, oh, it should be this, I guess. <laughs> it wasn't in the list. So right? your final guess is? Well, this wasn't in there, right? What? This this album wasn't in that list. Well, it's this is the top fifty list. Oh, top fifty. Uh, who do you think came in at number one? Is it this? Could be. Give a guess. Oh, I'm going to say that. James up. Brown, live oh. at the Apollo, <laughs> 1963. They didn't even put this in the top 10. Wow, you got to find that. Springsteen came in at 20. Grateful Dead again at Europe, 72 is 19. Jimi Hendrix, Jimmy plays Monterey, is 18. Rolling Stones, get your out. yahs out. 17. Get your Jerry Lee Lewis, live at my niece's house. What? No, I'm joking. (laughs) Jerry Lee Lewis, live at the Star Club Hamburg. Number 15, John Coltrane, live at the Village. Sam Cooke, coming in at number 14, live at Harlem Square Club. I love Sam. Number 13, which is another great one. Cheap Trick, live at Budokan. Probably my favorite Budokan live show, you know? Fuck, do you like, like Sam Cooke? Yeah. We should do some Sam Cooke someday. Number 12, we've got Muddy Waters. Hell yeah. Uh, Newport, 1960. And number 11, Talking Heads. Stop making sense. So we're Me. not even in the top 20. Oh my God. Rolling Stone. Also, I was, doing, I was looking at this main set list for... Average set list for 1975. And there's a couple tunes on this thing that are not on this. Like the Shine On cover from uh, Humble Pie he does. Uh, he does that here. Uh, also, Wind of Change. is Live not bullet, honest. not double live. Not live Bull- bullet. L- that's what we we're doing. Um, Wind of Change is also uh, not on the average set list. that one How the West Was Won. That's a fucking good one. So actually, this. Rock of Ages, man! How, not in the top thirty. So, at this point, Rolling Stone can suck a fat cock. That's a great album. Though. Yeah, that's a great album, but for The fact that it's, yeah, the fact that it's not in there. If it's not in this list, Rolling Stone's fucking stupid. You're fucking stupid, Rolling Stone. What's that? Velvet Underground. Yeah, 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 I got that one. Frank Sinatra. Yeah, where's uh, Rust? Live Rust? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Aretha. But Marley, I got that one. That's, yeah, that's a good one. Ginger Baker with an... Yeah, I'm that's tried. a fucking good one. Deep Purple. Deep Purple, Made in Japan, that's great. Wow. Final Ten. I hope it's in this list. If it's not in the fucking list, Rolling Stones... The fucking Replacements. Wow. Little yeah. Feet. I have that Little Feet. That's. A, I'd like to have that one. Donny Hathaway Who the fuck's that? I don't know. Boogie Down Productions. Ah. Thin Lizzy Live that's and Dangerous. Right yeah, Motörhead No Sleep Till Hammersmith, that's badass. Yeah. You 2 under a blood red Come sky. On. I Come have on, that. No Come on. Neil Young and Crazy Horse, Arc World. Did not even live rest. Fish Peter Frampton comes alive. Number 41, legit the last one we see. Suck a fucking dick, Rolling Stone Magazine, you dumb cunts. I'm just happy it's on the list. I was getting Um, really nervous. I'd rather not see it on the list than see it at 41. True. How it's not, like, anywhere in the top 10 would have been fine for me. They put Bruce Springsteen in the E Street Band at number 20 only put Peter Frampton Comes Alive at 41. That's dirty. Alright, well, we've reached the end of the side 1 and 2. We're going on to side 3 and 4. Next. This one done, this two to come. This two to come. Uh, I just wanted to conclude on uh, the songs there. They actually played more songs at these shows. Like, uh, they 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 put more songs on the album than the actual shows he played. There's like maybe two or three songs that he like that are added onto this okay. album to probably to fill up the space on the double album. Okay, song. yeah.
1: Well,
0: that's cool. Yeah. All right, we're gonna go do jingle. Jingle my nuts. And I want to thank you for being around Yes I do Ooh vinyl I love your sound It's time to flip this album around Yes it is Ooh side three I love your song Like a nice ass wearing a thong Yes you are Then side come coming after And it's gonna be a great time (laughs) We love the sound of vinyl And this is the third side of four sides On the Peter Franton Council Live podcast I hope you enjoy it Thank you Hello. We hope you love that jingle. Hello oh, friends, I hope you like the jingle. Not often I get two beer cracks in, but. Two butt cracks in? Beer, butt, uh, beer butt. Butt and beer, beavits and butthead. Look
1: <laughs> uh, uh, uh. oh, oh,
0: oh. <laughs> oh, H2O. We're on side three already, 43 minutes into the podcast. This is normally where the podcast is done. Yeah. 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 True. True. Fuck. Feels weird. It's a long one, but you know what? That's okay, because you know Some people are listening now.
1: Oh, wow. S- we have six
0: more listens than the last time, last week. Did Zeppelin get any listens? Yeah. Two. Two? Um. Some good listens. I, I know a couple got some compliments from some people. That's good. Didn't some lady message you yeah. to tell you that we had a great podcast? Yeah. Thank you if you're listening to this one. Um, side three. Side fucking three. It's a good fucking, like... Uh, I saw Peter Frampton back in 2011, like I mentioned. And he did... It was his 35th anniversary tour of this show. I seen Peter Frampton, like, a week ago in my dreams. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I had a weird dream where I was helping Kurt Cobain get money. To buy the shotgun to kill himself? I don't know if it was for that, but he, 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 he wasn't getting money, so I was doing a job to get money or something like that. He was sitting on the front lawn, and I remember going up behind him. And like, I don't know. It's fucking weird. Um... Hello. Peter Frampton should have did a badass drum solo on this album. Like he did at that other show you showed me. I I I wouldn't... Wow, because he has to do this. Yeah, I know. He (laughs) should have did both at the same time. Drums and guitar. It's a fucking hot one. It is a warm one today, yeah. Yeah. We had the fan on in the beginning, but I turned it off before we got started. So we're getting all sweaty and sticky. Uh, it's going to be rough the next couple days. Monday when we do the podcast, we should pre-do the podcast. We were doing that Sunday, the podcast. Before. Yeah, potentially we might have a guest on. Good idea. He's not getting laid. Ah, is that what happens nowadays? Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, when I saw him, it was doing the 35th anniversary tour of this album. So he played every single song from this album, from start to finish. Exact same order, and then he um, played a couple other songs. Yeah, right? he played a couple others, like for the encore. Before, oh, for the encore. Yeah, for, uh, so, Black Hole Sun. Did mm-hmm. he play that? When oh, you seen him, he played Black Hole Sun while my guitar gently weeps, uh, and uh, well, Jump Jack Flash part of this. But, okay, but yeah, he played I think those two, maybe three. Um, but it was a great show. I remember being, I was fairly far back, like probably, I don't know, probably a couple thousand people back, um, but it was at—it was in Ottawa, uh, Ottawa Blues Fest, amazing fucking festival. Um, great fucking show, and during the last song, Do You Feel Like We Do, um, there was this guy walking around the whole time. With, uh, like At uh, Ottawa Blues Pass during the shows they have these guys walking around with sticks And on the stick they have cotton candy and popcorn and shit hanging off So during the uh, the last song he saw that and he, he kept saying popcorn on a stick with the voice box thing So it was like popcorn, I want some popcorn on a stick <laughs> like, He kept saying that, he's like I would like some popcorn and, and then at the end of the song, the popcorn guy comes up and throws it on stage for him. He, he actually got him a bag of popcorn. Like we'll some popcorn and on a stick. It was fucking. When we listen to the live thing someday, there, you'll, you'll, you'll hear it a That's awesome. And of course, he does the I want to thank you thing, but I want some popcorn on a stick. <laughs> Your funny. parents' place is one of my favorite places to rock out and jam to tunes and drink beers. Yeah, that's one thing I do miss about, you know, being living down there is just, they're always hanging out, partying, right? So, not always partying. No, no, I mean, they got shit to do too, but I mean, they know how to uh, take advantage of their free time, mm-hmm. you know, better than most, anyways.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, drinking some H2O. Yeah, me too. Me too. Well, I'm drinking beer and H2O. I'm just drinking the H2O. H2O. Not even smoking the marijuana cigarettes on the podcast today. This, like, like I was saying, I, I have two, two. Well, technically three, but one of them is involved with this. Three situations where I love to smoke weed. As someone that's slowed down compared to my what I used to smoke. I love smoking it on the podcast or just listening to music in general. And then hockey games. Smoke joint get a goal. That's joint. Those a are goal. like the three are also like if you're out by the water. Like when we were out at yeah. the cottage, or, yeah. that's a cool spot too. But I mean You know, I love it. I love it. And, uh, I look at Peter Frampton on the cover of this album, and he looks like he just did a big old track. <laughs> I don't know. He was. I don't. I don't know exactly how much of a juggy he was. I mean, they all kind of were dabbling in it back oh, in the day. Dude. This, to them, it probably didn't even seem like being a druggie. No, not even. No fucking way. Look at this, Cameron Crowe, contributing editor of the Rolling Stones. Uh, the Rolling Stone. Cameron Crow. Is that the Cameron Crow? Yeah, that is the Cameron Crowe. That's fucking cool. I never noticed that. Is it with an E? <laughs> <laughs> is it with an E? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's him. Cameron Crow. That's the legendary film producer. Doesn't he... Didn't he do um, something? Different? I don't know. Oh Matt Cameron, ah, and Mike McCready, so yeah, didn't know that. Um, Frampton's had a lot of great musicians play with him over the years. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, if if you're a, if you're a musician or whatnot, and and you get a call and hey, uh, it's Peter Frampton, and uh, baby, I love You way. You wanna you wanna get on tour? You wanna you wanna do some shows? You know, what do you say? Yeah, I'd say yeah. Um, I'm just looking at his discography here. How many studio albums does he have now? Uh, a lot. He has 18 studio albums. Jesus. Three live albums, seven compilations. 18's not a lot considering some of the other people of that era. Yeah. Know, you know. So when to change? Uh, where should where I should be? Breaking All the Rules, I'm in You, The Art of Control, Premonition, When All the Pieces I like his album, Frampton, Just Frampton, you know yeah. that one? Yeah, that's a good one. Up until last year, where Frampton forgets the words. And that's just an instrumental cover track. Oh, uh, well, it's him doing the tunes, yeah. but without the vocals? I don't know if, uh, I don't know if it's his to like... Like uh, it's sad to hear oh, that he's shit. not doing so well right now, you know. Okay, now this is the the songs he's doing here are cover songs of artists, but without the words. Okay. So is, isn't it a pity, George Harrison? Uh, are you gonna go my way, Lenny Kravitz? Uh, fuck. Avalon, Brian Ferry, a bunch of other tunes. And that's called Frampton Forgets the Words? Yeah. Now. Uh, what a fucking album, eh? Like, there hasn't been a low point on it. Oh, this is a cover of Humble. This is from Humble Pies. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Well, it's not really a cover, it's, it's his size. Um... up! Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow,
1: wow.
0: So this album is considered one of the best-selling albums, live albums, in the United States. Uh, All three singles reached top 15 on the Billboard Hot 100. And frequently still receive airplay today. Like, I've heard Do You Feel Like We Do on the radio. Oh, um, yeah. Um, that No, that's the only one I've heard recently. There's a... A fucking... What, what album is it? It's not with the... Sometimes noises just have to come out. Did you ever get that? No, dude, you just know. gotta make a noise and it happens. Fuck, there's this, uh, there's a Humble Pie album, it might be live, where they do like a, a Ray Charles cover. Oh, yeah? I've always loved it. Sorry if that was loud, but I, I, I wanted to take it off. Uh oh. I dropped it. Alright. What song is this? Um Jump Jack Flash. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Is it or is it still shine on? No yeah, I skip <sighs> too many pushes. So eat it. I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> so on the the album Eat It, yeah. the second one they do the the cover of. Uh... I don't see it on here. China. Oh, I believe to my soul. Do you know that song? It's a Ray Charles cover. Oh yeah. I believe. Yes. I believe it got all those fucking background singers with them? No, oh, I'll don't. play for you after the show. After the show. I hope. Um, hey, it's 5 o'clock, 10 to 5. Yeah. Two out. Hour- Wait, two and a half hours? Two and a half hours till game time. What's so, up? Very controversial hit the other day. It's dirty. Not as dirty as some people make it out but to be, but it is four dirty. four is fair. Yeah, yeah, I do.
1: Yeah.
0: Honestly, I wouldn't have mined six, just so he doesn't get, so he didn't have the opportunity to play in that series again. Yeah. Cause you're, is it is it clean? Well, not no, it's not clean, but is it as dirty as some people make it out to be? No. No. But there's an intent to injure. Yes. 100% My God, there's Any people. player that wants to hurt another player Like they, they shouldn't have the right to play It's the fact though that he's not a repeat offender yeah. And that But uh, like I've, There's a lot of people who were like Oh the kid should have kept his head up Yeah but the whole game Fucking Shifley was being a little dick Like I was watching him throughout the game yeah. He was fucking really aggressive that. The night. thing is though when that empty net went in It was 4-3 Yeah so they're down by one goal. Yeah, like he didn't need to fucking plow into him at no, four. No, but what I'm saying miles. is, with a minute left and you're down by one, that's your only chance to like. It was too late. Yeah. But maybe he was just rushing it so fast that I don't know. Well, his, his he, arms went he up, said, but he said he took the head, so what he said he said he didn't see the puck going on that. But, yeah, but the puck doesn't go in. With, In the net until he's right around the corner. Yeah. Like it's off his stick and there's like a one, one and a half second delay before the hit. I don't like the hit. I don't like the hit. It's charging. It's to the head and it's intent to injure. Yeah. That being said, if there was a way for him to get that puck without doing that to him, it would have been a great hockey play. Yeah. And potential. Potentially, they would have went down the ice and scored and tied it. Happy that that didn't happen. Very Tough disappointed one. at what happened to Evans. Yeah. Not his birthday on top of it? Like, yeah, come on. Twenty-five, he turned twenty-five that day. It's it probably his first playoff goal too. Nasty right? concussion, yeah, I think so. Or maybe not. I might have got one before, but either way, it was a either big way. one. His biggest playoff goal, we should say. Yeah, and and now we don't have him for the rest of the series. Yeah, but they don't have Shifley for the next four games. And nothing against Evans. Montreal. 3, I, two, three, one, <laughs> two, three, I would rather <laughs> be without Evans than to be a team without Shifley. Yeah, exactly. Because Shifley's a big player. Yeah. I mean, he's the assistant captain. He's an assistant. Last year when Calgary, when we played them, to Chuck hurt Shifley. Yeah. He was out and we won. So I'm hoping that now that Shifley's out for you guys, you guys can win too. I'm picturing. I'm. I'm thinking today's game might be a little more rough tonight. Yeah. I'm thinking we might, maybe even see a scrap. But all the respect to Ehlers. Ehlers oh yeah, Nicholas definitely. Ehlers. The guy put his body in front of everyone to block them from getting closer to Evans. Even that scrap with the yeah. linesman. Well, fuck the linesman, dude. He don't make millions. No, I no, I <laughs> I'm, but, joking, but I'm he, joking. He was also trying to stop the guys from. Fucking that kid was out cold before oh, he yeah. hit the ice. Fuck, Scary. he's lucky he's wearing that helmet. Because if he would have hit the ice Boom! Are yeah. you freaking for that F1 tomorrow? Yeah, man. It's going to be a good race. Racing at Azerbaijan circuit. Baku City. Wherever the fuck that is. Okay. Germany, I think. Uh, no, not Germany. Uh, maybe. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, great fucking racetrack. And there street circuit. So it's going to be very cool. And you know what? So I was watching the practice today. Uh, quite a few little spin outs and uh, a couple people went into the wall. You know when Mr. Lewis Hamilton placed in the pace like for fastest lap today? Fifth. Okay. Uh, Eleventh. <laughs> and then the other Mercedes was 15th. So I don't know what's happening with Mercedes over there but they seem to be struggling a bit with pace. Uh, they have another practice tomorrow and qualifying tomorrow as well. And then, uh, it's race day on Sunday morning. Hey, are you freaking July 21st is the expansion draft for Seattle? How much? July what? 21st. 21st. I'm anxious to see Seattle. And, like, that's so cool. Man. I'm going to be cheering. I'm cheering for Seattle. That's my favorite American team now. <laughs> that just comes in Seattle. Who was your favorite American team before? I don't know. Um... um I like the same loose blues yeah um I'm also not uh, I'm also a fan of uh, the wild too I don't mind the wild yeah but uh like teams like Florida and Anaheim and states where it's sunny 95% of the year and they don't get a fucking centimeter of snow not even a fucking snowflake and they have ice hockey down there I mean I don't I don't care f- too much for them. Like I always liked the Ducks when I was a kid though. Mhm. Because well, they were fucking good. Yeah, like Anaheim Mighty Ducks there. The Mighty Ducks. The Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. We're just going to flip it and keep the podcast rolling right into the last side. The last side of this phenomenal live album. Um I'm going to do some charts and some uh, some uh, critical receptions of the album. Uh, Mr. Crisco has something to say. I don't know what it is yet, but I'm going to read it. (laughs) But if you haven't seen, if you haven't listened to any of Peter Frampton, uh, me and Dylan both highly recommend you do.
1: Yeah,
0: Um, and Dylan Ball would recommend it too if he were here. Like, Peter Frampton... Your parents have definitely heard, do you feel like we do? Your parents probably fucked to it. Well, Baby, maybe, maybe not this way. one, but. Oh, this is a good song. Lines on my face. Yeah. And then the rest of the album definitely is just about, one about coke. Yeah. You know what that is? It's like when. Because people used to do cocaine on, on like, on the mirror. mirror. Yeah. And when you're looking down at it, you're looking, I'm like, I'm Well, the one time. <laughs> well, I don't know. The one time I fucking fucked with some drugs it was oh. on a mirror really yeah are your parents listening they know they know <laughs> you told them yeah mom dad i did coke <laughs> and ketamine <laughs> yeah. not my proudest moments not addicted though i asked brad i'm if, too broke to be addicted I, to that <laughs> shit i asked brad that if if he did heroin and, and that had like part of Lane Staley in it from Alice in Chains And he would like come to him in a vision Be able to speak with him would he do it And Brad definitely said he would do heroin <laughs> wow. Because I know that wouldn't happen so I guess I'll never do it <laughs> How long is do you feel like we do? Eight minutes? Fourteen. Fourteen minutes yep. Holy fuck eh yeah, we still got a couple minutes left on this podcast. It's going to be a long one. Yeah. Is it the longest? I don't know. The Peppers was long. Yeah, that was long. Um, It's got to be close. It's going to be very close, actually. And part of the Peppers got cut out. Oh, I don't know, actually, Ben. I think Notorious B.I.G. might be the longest. 126. Okay, yeah. So okay. if this goes past 126, Allison Chains of Dirt was a 107. Stick Your Fingers was 104. Double the Dog, 101. Mad Season, 106. Silver Chair, 106. Eminem Show was 118. That was a good one with all the boys. Yeah, 117 was. uh Chili's? One, Yeah. So the Notorious Big is number one. Lime Melon's almost got 30 lessons. 12 on the Eagles, 9 on Chili's. Hey, yeah, I don't care. 15 on the Eminem show. That's a big one. Eminem. A lot of people like Eminem. Well, you gotta do another one then. 7 on Kill em All. 6 on Mad Season. That's good. Uh, 2 on Zeppelin, 2 on the. Uh, I need BIG. to still share the Zeppelin. Yeah. And probably the B.I.G., well, I reshared the Deep Purple, and one person listened to it, so... Because, you know, In Rock was released, like, 51 years ago the other day. Shut up! Um, Waylon Jennings has two listens. Waylon and Willie. <laughs> um, yeah, why
1: well,
0: is Waylon? A- yeah, I know, but you're off for Willie this time? No, but... but- it's joint, but there's two Joy. of them. Show the credit where the credit is due. Let's go. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey now. Rolling Stones, Sticky Fingers, four listens. Seven listens on Temple Dog. It's not enough. <clears throat> Though there is some podcasts that have zero fucking listens, I'm very disappointed with all you. Like Johnny Winter, James Gang, Sheep Dogs, Mac DeMarco. They don't have any? None. That's dirty. <laughs> but that's okay, I forgive you. Thanks for listening to what you listen to. Brad forgives you, I don't. Alrighty. Alrighty. Let's get into the reviews. It's time for reviews with the BD grooves. We'll do some Bill burr then. Um uh, Alright, all music gave it a four and four and a half stars out of five. And Mr. Robert Crisco gave it a B minus. The B minus? Fuck Robert Crisco. Uh, this album debuted, reached number one on the Billboard 200 the week uh, the week of April 10th, 1976, and was in the top spot for a total of ten weeks. Uh, Uh, It was the best-selling album of 1976, selling over 8 million copies in the U.S. and becoming one of the best-selling live albums to date with an estimated sales of 11 million worldwide. Frampton Comes Alive was voted Album of the Year in 1976 by Rolling Stone reader's poll. It stayed at the chart for 97 weeks and was still number 14 on Billboard's 1977 Mm year-end album chart. It was ranked number 41 on the Stones' 50 greatest live albums of all time. We already said, fuck you, you're stupid, to that. And readers of Rolling Stone ranked at number (laughs) 3 in a 2012 poll of all-time favorite live albums. Did you hear that? What? No, sorry. Readers of Rolling Stone ranked this album higher than the writers of Rolling Stone. Because they, they, they ranked at number three. So. The best live album? Yeah. Well, all time. The, yeah, the Readers? But they voted in? Yeah. Wow. So. <laughs> the Readers are smarter than the fucking Readers. Exactly. Exactly. So, chart positions. Australia. This is 1976, 1977. So. Uh, 79, sorry. <coughs> Excuse me. Australian albums, number one. Australian albums, uh, so that's Billboard, sorry. Uh, Belgian albums for Billboard, number six. Canada, number one. Dutch, number two. French albums, number seven. German, number four. Greek, number five. Japan fucking sucks because they were 67. Uh, Portuguese in Portugal, it was very popular, it was number one in Portugal. <laughs> yeah, it's not very often we see Portugal on no, there. not at all. Portuguese albums, one. Spanish, two. Mm-hmm. U.S. Billboard, two. Uh, sorry, U.S. Billboard 200, one. U.S. Rock LP bestsellers one. And U.S. Top al- 100 Albums, one. For the year-end charts of 1976, it was number one on The albums chart. Uh, And in 1977, it was number nine in Canada. Number nine in Canada? Yeah. Not number one? Ah, that was 77. Okay, this was the year after? Not before. 76, this was. Okay, uh, and that was in 77, so a year later it was still nine. Yeah. That's pretty good. Eight times platinum in the States, so that's eight million copies sold. UK is a gold 100,000. France sold 100,000. Japan 15,000. Fuck. And Canada sold 50,000. Jesus. doesn't say what Mr. Robert Crisco said about it. He but just rated it? Yeah, he just rated it. Woke up this
1: and With a wine glass in my hand What wine? the hell Must What a
0: fucking great Fucking tune Man Can you imagine this dude? The double album was released in the US With a special reduced list price of $7.98 Wait what? So the album was selling for $7.98? Back in the day. Why? Because it was a reduced price. Oh not
1: fuck. that one, but like No no I know. But you
0: can't even find it now for that. Guy like most standard albums at that time were $6.98 for single side, so this was only a dollar more, you get double the fucking music. This man, I would have fucking thrived in that era if buying cheap music, you know? It's nuts. <laughs> yeah this is uh I love this too. Yeah. hey everyone remember when I told y'all I was gonna get the freaky starly album by Red Hot Chili Peppers and it was gone when I went to pick it up I found one and I bought it <laughs> did you mention that on the Red Hot Chili Peppers well when we did the ch- the Chili Peppers uh, podcast everything was still closed remember And I mentioned that that album was sitting at Sunrise, and I just had to go pick it up, and by the time I went, when things opened, it was gone. Yeah. Yeah. But now I have one, so it don't matter. Now you have one. You're only missing one. Yeah, if anyone has the first Chili Peppers album, send it to me. Free of charge. Yeah. Man, I feel like a fucking hobo with tape on my... Well, you definitely look like one, but... <laughs> hey, man, it's a good fix. I yeah, broke my sandal at the store earlier. So was, while he was uh, buying beer. Yeah. Wasn't even drunk. Not drunk now, but I uh, wasn't even fucking drunk. I was shuffling around the fucking store. I went up to the counter. I asked if they had any tape. In fact, they had one roll left. So I bought a whole fucking roll of scotch tape just to to wrap around my fucking shoe once (laughs) Uh, I was walking through the parking lot and it came undone I was like I had walked barefoot for a couple
1: minutes
0: it was it was a little bit of a mess but uh, it's okay alright sorry about that I'll give a beer rating this part of the song is one of my favorite parts of the song it's the whole fucking I know, so dope, eh? And live, when I saw this live, too. And this keyboard player, right? Yeah, 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 same keyboard player, same bass player. And he legit says the same thing. Bob Mayo on the keyboard. <laughs> like, after his solo, he legit said the same thing when I saw it, too. Um, his last name's Mayo? Yeah, Bob Mayo. Bob Mayo. Yeah. Mayo. Mayor, Mayo, Mayo, Trombley. I'm gonna give it a fucking. Uh, you know what? It's 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 pretty tasteless beer. Tastes like beer, but uh, it's not it's not the best. Yeah. Bob Mayo. <laughs> I always heard Funk Man on the keyboards. Funk Man. Really? <laughs> yeah, but I'm fucking usually Stonehouse. <laughs> okay, I was like, what? Black, what do you... Um, I'll give it a I'll, I'll give it a f- fuck yeah, out of uh,
1: no. You feel like you
0: It's honestly pretty fucking mediocre beer It's just cheap Cheap beer does the job Cheap and it's 4.9 What is it a 12 pack? What's the 12 Four. pack of Tron 14.49 Really? I got 18 bucks uh, <laughs> You could probably buy it it was, uh, it was uh That's fucking Case beer and big chips I think that's uh, The price of like Paps. Oh. Paps are fourteen ninety nine, So it's cheaper than Paps, actually. Probably because it's
1: local. But yeah, four. Uh, not four. I won't give it a
0: 4.9. I'll give it a, a 5.9. Because it's not that good. But well, I've had Trombley. They're not bad. No, they're not bad, but it's not great. Like, compared to Belgian Moon or fucking 1664, those yeah. are tens. But you also don't really care for a Budweiser, right? Eh? I would take Budweiser over a Belgian Moon or a Trombley every and any day of the week. Oh, yeah? Not over a Belgian Moon. I don't think I've ever had a Belgian Moon, actually. Okay. Because that's more closer to 1664 than... uh, Yeah, I don't know if I've had that. But Budweiser... I'd take Budweiser over a Yeah? But you wouldn't take a Budweiser over a Belgian Moon? No. 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 You like to try a bunch of different things. Yeah, yeah. I do like different beers. I like... I like trying some of the... I don't know. I mean, there's some tasty fucking beers out there, but then there's some garbage fucking beers out there. Um, We should fucking do a live video of this one time. Fuck yeah. You know, like... <clears throat> well, if we have our guest for the next podcast, we'd be doing the opposite of King. No, oh, okay. And... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't see us filming that one, but maybe we could well, try to work something out between... Potentially could. Well, yeah. I mean, like, you know, we have the audio there and then put the laptop here next to that and just have the camera facing us. I don't know. Yeah. Mac has a pretty good camera. Um... Fuck, I don't uh, want to talk over it. I don't, like don't like want to talk over it either. It's so good.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Do you see <laughs> I love it. Do you Like, that's so cool. Like, you know, the voice box is something that's not used super often in music. Uh, but it has been used on quite a few uh, occasions. Probably Joe Walsh and Peter Frampton are the most famous examples. I d- Slash uses one occasionally. Right. I think he even used one when I seen him. Thank oh, I guess uh, Allison Chains, too. The, yeah. That part of the man in the box. Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa.
0: Um, but, like, yeah, Peter Frampton and Joe Walsh probably the most famous examples of it. You know what we should do as a podcast soon? We should do some Triumph. Yeah. I love it. I have my favorite Triumph album, but it's a little fucky in the beginning. With my it? rock and roll machine. Oh. I don't know if I have that one. I think that might be one of the ones I'm missing. But. Little Texas. I'm getting, getting little mighty close Texas to a sh- thousand. What? Getting mighty close to a thousand records. Yeah. yeah. You freaking. Not nine, nine eighty-seven or something like that. Does it make your bird go like this? Yeah, it's getting a little tingly. Getting some tingles down in the bird area. Mmm. In the birdhouse. Um. Wow. Right, I spun. I uh, recently got caress of steel from Rush. Dude, Phenomenal. yeah. On, I comment. was gonna mention that too. You were playing it earlier, and I'm like, I don't have that. I need that. That's really good. That's fucking great. Like, and the thing is, you commented on it, telling me to
1: get it. <laughs> I was like,
0: <laughs> I thought I had it. I thought I had it, but I, uh, I don't think I do. That's alright. There'll be another copy eventually. There's always another copy. Yeah, exactly. Depends on the record, though. And not just that. I mentioned, I commented on you to grab it at a time where I couldn't. You know what I mean. So if if I can't have it, I'd rather see you have some, it. Yeah. Yeah. Phenomenal album. Um, we'll have to do some rush when Dylan gets back into this. I think. Yep. There might be a potential confirmed uh, show soon. With one? Well, with Queen Street. Oh. At the end of July, we might be doing a little festival thing. The thing where you did the the other one? Yeah. Which could be cool. Yeah. Could be very, very cool. Got my vaccine Monday. Not excited. You're not excited? Well, considering how both the girls have been acting. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm also excited just to get it over with. Yeah. And- have it done Sleeman hey they almost have the same colors yeah they do eh <laughs> like Trombley Sleeman red white white riding red thing uh, I gotta text Will see if he's gonna come to for so the game yeah gonna get oh wait oh, I love this <laughs> I yeah this is so why they good. should have a live video cause we're all fucking <laughs> we do that all the time Especially loud. When we listen to music loud, guy, we fucking we're playing along with it. Like I'm sitting here, like I fucking my face is having twitches. <laughs> so, like, Jesus, it's so <laughs> killer. Man. That's what, when I was listening to Rush album, there. I was sitting here reading the lyrics and I was just like, fucking, so good. I was sitting in my room like, fuck yeah, and then I went to the living room and I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> it's a little cooler out there. Oh yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Surprised <laughs> the battery lasted the whole fucking show. Does it get low? Fourteen percent. So at fifty. How how much time are we sitting at? Oh yeah. Oh we might be we might We're at 120, yeah, I don't 120. know. Uh, that's that's the best part of the song. Fucking that explosion back in the- I love Imagine at the end know. when they slow it down. Yeah. Greatest, one of the greatest live albums of all time for me, for sure. Definitely higher than 41. Yep. Top 10, top 5 for me. Top 5 for sure. Yeah, it's probably my top 5 too. I used to have the CD and listen to that all the fucking time. uh, the live, especially when we did the 35th anniversary. My dad has the DVD. We should bring. I should get the DVD up here sometime. Of the show? Well, it has the, the 35th anniversary tour. He has the, a DVD of it. Have you seen the 30th, 35th? Oh, so, so it's, yeah, it's, it's the, the same movie tour. from the tour, but yeah. not the same show. No, it's like a show in the in the arena. Really of course, it's always the states. Yeah, the states this, the states that. Son of a bitch, come out here and do stuff in Canada. We love you in Canada. Well, anyone. I love everyone. I love everyone. You love the Shades? No, I fucking hate the Shades. If anyone wants to buy that album and uh, have us review it. And then smash it on film. Oh yeah, we could smash it for you. That'd That'd be be kind of cool, eh? We bought this shitty album. We're going to listen to it and we're going to break the fuck out of it. What would, microwave would, it. Yeah. Get the salts well, We'd have to, if we microwave it. Fuck it right away. We gotta like slowly. We'll finish with the microwave. Yeah. Cut it in four and toast it in the toaster. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, shit throw it on, it. A wall, shit throw on it. Shit on it. Play frisbee. Sh- yeah. yeah. Play a couple. Of shit rounds. on it, then play frisbee. Well, I don't know if I want. No. That. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. Do you want shit in your eye? You're well, I wanted, to, I wanted to shit on it and then toss it to you.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'll pass. You'll pass? I'll pass. Well, this almost became our longest podcast, but almost. fell just short. Unless we talk for another four minutes, but... I gotta take a leak. <laughs> <laughs> well, how, it's Frampton Whoa. Friday here, and... Uh, Frampton Friday, helping your weekend come alive! This was DBD Grooves! <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> That should be your fucking radio voice. There. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> hey! Alright. Well, we'll see you on uh, Monday. Maybe a special guest. Maybe not. Who knows? But we hope you enjoy your weekend and have a good fucking day. Toodaloo, taint ticklers. Frampton comes live on Frampton Friday. Bye.